0: No one told you life was going to be this way. It's VGC, a video game podcast with me, Jordan Midler, Aaron Bain, and Pete Donaldson. This week, we've got layoffs at Bungie. The new PS5 is in the wild, and we know a tiny bit more about Marvel's Wolverine. But first, Aaron, how you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I just uh, finished Spider-Man 2 last
1: night. Three oh, trophies away good. from the from the platinum. I'm getting there.
0: This is, what are the trophies you've got left? Uh,
1: one of them's to visit... Eh, uh, Aunt Me's, uh, grave. grave there's another one that i probably messed up about doing symbiote powers within a certain amount of time Mm. uh and other one's spider bots i
0: think so i'm like oh yeah if you if you want to find out where all the spider bots are we've got a great guide on vgc if you want to go and check them out every every neighborhood covered i've not played a lot of the new spider-man game but
2: i imagine visiting a grave is the easiest of those (laughs) (laughs) that sounds a lot easier i thought i would leave that one to last
0: right okay good make it easy for myself (laughs) yeah um pete how are you doing
2: I'm good, yeah, all good. Uh, uh, dog may go crazy at any moment because uh, he's in the room with me, but I've given him a big, juicy bone, like a proper comedy 1980s yeah. bone that's the size <laughs> of my head, and he's he's very into that. The moment, a so. He's a happy boy.
0: He's a happy boy. You might as well just put a pie on the windowsill and let him <laughs> float over there on the, on the nostril <laughs> On the smell, plunge. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, this morning when uh, Plumbergate continued and the third plumber turned up, um, <laughs> third both plumber. of the dogs went absolutely batshit. And mm. then once the plumber was away, uh, the larger dog Wren, had to go into every room and bark once just to make sure that that the, the was that house was clear. Doing a yeah. security Plumbers. patrol, yeah, yeah, yeah nice. <laughs> Although if clear. she actually got if she actually got <laughs> anywhere near the the plumber, she would just like curry into him and get a bit of a oh. clap, like not not a not a vengeful bone in her body. <laughs> um, the other one's an XL Billy, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> before we get started this week, uh, quick plug: we are giving away two copies of. <gasps> A handheld history, I think the, yeah. A handheld history, a history of hands
2: <laughs> I'm just filling while Jordan grabs the book
0: If you're a video uh, watcher As opposed to an audio listener You can yeah. see in my hand I have a copy of A handheld history by the folks at Lost in Cult um, They sent two of them over And they're going to listeners of this Very podcast Are you posting these yourself? I'm, I'm, I'm posting these Jordan, that's, that's going above <laughs> and beyond I'm I do it for the listeners, for you the people. For the I, did, I did it for the Rock. He's tearing um, up. um UK only, because I'm not UK only yeah, Europe. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, you will find out later in <laughs> the podcast how to win a handheld history. Mm. Let's get started with story number one. Spider-Man 2 creative director confirms Wolverine exists in the same universe. Brian and Tahar was speaking on Kinda Funny Games, friends of the show, and said, quote, They're all... 1048, when asked by host Greg Miller, if the upcoming Wolverine game and current Spider-Man titles exist in the same version of the Marvel Universe, 1048 refers to this revision of the Marvel Universe. And um, mm. People not Ofe with Marvel. Uh, th- this is the reason why there can be five Peter Parker comics right. happening at the same time because yeah. they're all different universes. He's, he's, he's Universe 2 and he's Universe 1048. This is them basically saying that this Wolverine game... The Spider-Man game, exists together. Aaron, does that, does that, one, does it surprise you? Two, does it tickle your fancy? Because that's got a mixed reaction on X.
1: I don't give a shit, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think anyone <laughs> does. It's, it, it's, it, it's kind of expected, but like, surely the two games are completely unconnected, other than the fact that they support, like, I'm expecting one little thing in a side mission where you hear, like, oh, the, the web-swinging guy from New York. That's going to be mm. it. Like, because yeah, surely mm-hmm. Wolverine's not going to go anywhere near New York, is he? Is he? I don't I, I feel mean, like I know enough about Wolverine outside of the movies to...
2: Where's it really... set? Paris? I don't know where, where is it set. <laughs> well, this,
0: this is the thing, like, the, the, the clip from it, it was in some kind of dive bar kind of place, so... Uh... But the, the whole point of Wolverine is they they have built-in story reasons why it can be, like, eternal, essentially. It can go through all these different time periods, so mm-hmm. I think it is just them getting their ducks in a row so that they don't have all these different disparate references going on at the same time because, Mm. as you mentioned pre-podcast, Aaron, you've finished Spider-Man 2 now. Uh Without saying anything, they're very much getting to the point where they're they're expanding into the larger kind of universe around us. So Mm -hmm. I I think it's just... As as admin, more than anything, I mean, are you are you sick of uh, multiverses? Are you? Or do you just want us to stay in one universe? One universe means one universe.
2: Yeah, I just think it's all very convenient when it comes to exposition. Where you sort of go, ah, oh, it's something different. This is actually yeah. something different. <laughs> it's like yeah. you've, no, you just didn't take the Polaroid to make sure that the costumes are the same in the in the different places. <laughs> I think it'd be more interesting if they said that it shared the Alan McBeal universe. You know, like yeah. it, 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 none of this is a surprise. As a non-Marvel watcher, like I don't know what all of this is. I don't know what shit universe is. <laughs> I watched this the 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 cartoon Spider-Verse thing and that was very good. But um my interest in how the fabric uh, of, of the stories kind of intertwine is uh, is, is very limited unfortunately. But uh, uh good good on them for settling everyone down <laughs> or exciting them <laughs> delete as yeah. appropriate.
0: It feels like a question that they knew they were going to get asked by yeah. nerds, so they just yeah. had to make a decision one way or the other. Um, yeah. I don't think it's it'll just, have fine oh, it, put yeah. it in the same one. We can we can always split it whenever we want. Like it doesn't yeah. really matter. Doesn't
2: matter. Nothing matters. Nothing yeah. matters. Lazy. Um,
0: <laughs> they were also asked why uh, Marvel's Spider-Man Two doesn't feature any Wolverine references. Um, although that's, that isn't technically true. There is one, but it's right. not. It's not really a reference. It's more of a. Uh, in fact I won't say it. There, there was a de- quote there was a decision not to do it i think for us right. we wanted to let the team cook and who knows what the future holds but right now let them do their thing which i think is fair enough in terms of not kind of shoehorning them into any expectations about what this wolverine is going to be um aaron the only thing i care about is that this wolverine game is an 18 it has, and is a bloody mess it, so- it has to
1: be like if If it isn't, I'm going to be really, really disappointed because that is the one thing that I'm like really looking forward to is the insomniac formula that I get to slash people to bits. I want to see limbs going. You know, it's the same thing Mm -hmm. with like why the Star Wars games have a slight bit of like, it's a little bit disappointing because I want to decapitate a stormtrooper. Let me do something like that in Wolverine. So,
0: you don't want it to just be that like charred edge, yeah, right? like yeah. the lungs that they have What's to do the that's, that's, be there? <laughs> yeah, that's Disney brand Bible stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I, I like it. They're like, Wolverine's claws are so warm that when he slices people, it actually cauterizes, cauterizes the so wounds. It, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it slices through the blood cells. Or yeah. <laughs> they, they either do that or they do the people you're fighting that aren't humans. They're like,
1: yeah, that's that's the go-to Green, cop out.
0: green-blooded people.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, um, so- surely, surely you've got to go for it with this one because, like Wolverine, yeah. naturally is a bit more of a like hardcore character in terms mm. of like uh-huh. the violence. Although they've got away with it with the movies, but everyone's well, most people's favorite when you talk about that character on their own. Part of why they like Logan so much because it was violence that met the level of the character, whereas like they're just PG thirteen in it. I think
0: think Insomniac have probably Insomniac obviously want to do it the last conversation I had about this game was it was very much we want to do it while Disney let us Um, and I feel like after Spider-Man 2 they can be like come on it's like the fastest selling PlayStation Studios game ever give us a chance to do it Um, it would sell it would still sell oh yeah it would do brilliantly like it's different it's different to the movie the the movie side of things though
2: isn't it like 18 you know really violent video games do sell and it doesn't it you know and also people just buy um really violent video games for their kids anyway and they don't really care about uh, uh, what what it actually says on the box there's no boxes anymore where are you gonna see where
0: are you gonna see the 18 and you don't there's no there's no stories to there's no daily mail stories anymore about violent video games like the new call of duty could have you line up like ten children and shoot mm. them in the head, and it would get like a footnote on the Daily Mail website. Whereas back in the days of No Russian, it was like everything, yeah, ev- everything in the media landscape was turned towards when Call of Duty was coming mm. out. Yeah, no. I'm... So I hope as an eighteen, but um, that'll be interesting to see. Um, we speculate about Wolverine and future Spider Mans on our Spider Man Two Spoiler Cast, which is available on all. Platform story number two, Capcom says it has a major unannounced title planned before March 24. That's according to a Japanese Q&A section published alongside the company's latest earnings results this week, in which it mentioned the unannounced title in relation to how it intends to reach its year-end sales targets. Considering its aspirations for the unannounced game, it's possible that it's related to one of Capcom's two biggest franchises, Resident Evil or Monster Hunter. It's also possible since there are few major industry events left before March twenty-four, that it could be announced during the game awards in December. Aidan Bain, I would put £20 that this is Monster Hunter World 2 and it gets announced at the Keeleys. What do you think? I have
1: never touched the Monster Hunter series. I have no idea. Like it it doesn't really look like my kind of thing, but I was thinking if you were to if you were to spin a wheel on which one it was gonna be. Monster Hunter's been a little bit longer, has it not?
0: Cuz it was oh, yeah. rise it's, it's it's due and it was in the Capcom leak. So it exists uh. like it's people have just been waiting for them to go okay, it's time. Yeah, cuz which makes me think that's why they're they're, com- they're comfortable enough doing it like December to March cuz that's a very short like announcement period, mm-hmm. but um I suppose Pete, how long do games have to be announced before they come out these days? Do, do you it's, think I'm the days of t- years like, in advance? I mean, you, the 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 big titles like your GTA's they get ten years, <laughs> and <Yeah.
2: laughs> everyone, everyone else is allowed five. Um, and I I want to see more of this King Kong kind of one year in development kind of stuff. Because <laughs> that because we get glitches and we get poor patched uh, poorly patched games at launch anyway. Let's just lean into the to to, to the mania. Let's lean into the craziness and just have that
0: (laughs) the 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 thing is though like monster hunter is such a big deal and that monster hunter Mm. world was the one that got out of the psp doldrums monster hunter used to be the game you would see all the japanese teenagers playing on the psp Mm. on the way to school and they'd all connect to each other because it was kind of built for that. It was built where for where you go to school? Um, I know. <laughs> um, all those Osaka. Japanese,
2: t- Osaka, yeah. Right, okay, that makes sense. yeah, yeah, just teenagers two- over there, mate. You don't yeah. need to specify I'd, a lot of Japanese did- around here <laughs> with their monster hunting. None of them
0: speak English, um, yeah. The two years in Osaka and then a few more in Kyoto, but at that time, everyone was just talking monster hunter. This monster hunter, yeah, that. yeah. yeah. The monster hunter sounds World, like the only the monster one- in the
2: room is you, Jordan, <laughs> to be quite frank. They're hunting. Oh.
0: i often feel that way (laughs) well they Uh, they, they did
2: they did an augmented reality game didn't they in september yeah pokemon go uh, like and and they wanted to and it was i I think i think for that kind of augmented reality thing it was not a massive hit but in the grand scheme of how much money one makes it was a massive hit like i think it made money didn't it john
0: yeah it's it's, niantic has a problem and the fact that the first game they made is one of the most successful of all time being pokemon Mm. go so everything subsequently that hasn't been like the biggest greatest i mean they made a harry potter game that, that failed like doing that is quite impressive but um <laughs> yeah it seems like the monster hunter one de- seems to have done a bit better um but monster hunter world was the game that made it mainstream that's the yeah. best selling monster hunter game as far as i'm aware so a two mm-hmm. is very much a, it's an easy sell at the game awards um so yeah it's uh i think it will probably be that it seems too early for too soon
1: for resident people like, resident yeah, Evil resident 4 Evil was only like what seven months ago or something like that. Not yeah. even. Yeah. So, you know, you have got the time to leave the next Resident Evil to late twenty twenty four or early twenty twenty five, I think. Going by yeah. like the how frequently they've been releasing them over the last couple of years.
0: Yeah, and I mean no one on earth wants a remake of Resident Evil five. So um I assume <sighs> that the it will be Resident Evil next one's nine isn't it. Wasn't so the this Resident the Evil- one that was
1: just coming out about how it was the biggest budget of the series like this was a story that just broke like
0: or resi 5 Res- no 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 nine. nine oh nine okay yeah, yeah. well maybe but I, i'm pretty sure it's monster hunter um know, it will be not, it will be i think if it's not monster hunter i will eat my hat on stage with jeff Keighley, because which will be easy to do because getting on stage yeah. with jeff keely <laughs> seems like the easiest thing <laughs> in the world to be honest um so number three alan wake's creative director wants to make a crazy huge budget dark gothic fantasy game Sam Lake has said in a new interview with GQ that um, it was asked if he would ever do anything else. And he said, quote, would I ever do anything else? Yeah, I'm still thinking that I will. There will be a time when I retire. It's just that this has all been so engaging. Uh, Then he was asked uh, about what things he would like to do left. Uh, One was this crazy, huge budget, dark gothic fantasy, which I haven't used for anything yet. Lake, real name, which I didn't know, Sammy Antero Yarve. Um, has served as the creative director at Remedy for decades, working on Max Payne, Alan Wake, Quantum Break, and Control. Famously, he provided the face for the in-game model of Max Payne, a face that he pulls whenever he gets the chance. (laughs) Um, But, Aaron, as someone who has now completed 2023's Game of the Year, uh, Alan Wake 2, how ready are you for a crazy, huge-budget dark-gothic fantasy?
1: I mean, dark-gothic fantasy doesn't, like, the... isn't quite what I like from you know like the Alan Wake side of things, but at the same time, let the man cook. He can make whatever he wants now. That game exactly. is. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. I absolutely loved it. It easily will be my game of the year, I think. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean, if he's if he's going for like crazy ideas, I don't know if they'll like get quite the same budget. I'm I'm, I'm hesitant to say that they'll just get whatever budget they want for whatever idea they want. Because I think mm-hmm. Alan Wake still is to a degree, you know, existing IP tying into other IPs. So unless they do that in a way where you're like pulling in control fans and Alan Wake fans, you know, already has a bit of a base. So it can afford to be a little bit risky. But if this is a brand mm-hmm. new gothic fantasy thing, I don't know, there's there's a lot more risk involved there. But yeah, as far as I'm concerned, I'd love to see whatever everyone wants to do. And I did
2: think that Sam Lake wasn't a particularly finished name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How how famous do you have to be as a like video game designer to sort of just in, like in, invent a new name? I mean, I guess he's probably thinking that you know that his his, his Finnish name is kind of uh, possibly difficult for people to to. to he didn't want to be called just...
0: Jer- like Sam Jarvey by Americans yeah. For, yeah, for decades. Exactly. He yeah, didn't want to explain care. that it's Harvey. Um, <laughs> Sam Sam Lake is a quality name though. That that that's is... like really, that's really punchy. Like, Sam Lake, like, Lake. Is... yeah, it's just a, yeah. it's absolutely great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I w- let let them do whatever they're officially in the the category now of whatever they want to do. Like Alan Wake Two proves it; they can just do whatever they want. And the fact that, I mean, they is is the, is the next story up. But they've provided uh, updates on Control Two and Max Payne Remake, which are the next games. Um, the Control Two is in the proof of concept stage, meaning it's probably. Three, four years away at this point. Mm-hmm. And they're also making Max Payne 1 and 2 with Rockstar, combining both those games into one for one big remake. And on top of that, they have two other games. So, like, with this, um, this is a nice story in the sense that people are like, yeah, let Sam Lake do whatever they want. But Pete, does he ever actually get time to do this, considering how much they've got on their plate at the minute?
2: No. And I uh, just worry. I think we'll find out how overworked Sam Lake is when his beautiful thick hair starts to thin out a little bit that man is 53 years young and he his hair is absolutely top class i, I just i every time i see that guy's like i just would love his hairline you no know, does peak it's just so strong and thick and it looks like it can hold a whole jar of gel it's just great stuff uh, but yeah i mean like it, it, it again he'd need three different studios I think and he'd need to kind of like sort of plate spin on each one uh, but I mean like he's already making pretty high budget stuff and he's like huge budget you'd probably say that uh, this Alan Wake 2 was a huge budget game wouldn't you?
0: I, th- I suppose the big- I think it's hard to, hard to say but from the look of it definitely I
1: think mm. as well you've got to consider is whether this game will actually be a success or not like critically do we know how well it's selling or how well mm. it will over the like the Christmas period because that could be a big contributing factor just because it's good doesn't, you know. If someone's going to choose between Spider Man and Alan Wake Two, they're going to choose Spider Man most mm. of the time.
0: And the fact that Alan Wake isn't in any shops, so and people uh, going to yeah. So there you like go, your Smiths and stuff. There's no Alan Wake there to well, no Christmas guy. gifts on
2: the deck either. Yeah. Oh
0: God, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. See, so um, no Christmas gifts there or anything like that. And also, I do think it really does heavily rely on the fact that you know stuff about the first Alan Wake. Or mm. whatever, you know, things like that. Whereas, I feel like you could kind of play Spider-Man too,
2: just because oh, yeah. you want to swing around the city. He's
0: did, Spider-Man. He's Spider-Man. know, he's
2: Spider-Man. He's reportedly friends with Wolverine. Is it uh, was Control <laughs> a big seller? Because like, obviously, Control is excellent uh, and and critically acclaimed. Was that a huge a huge seller for for what they'd uploaded? I
0: don't think huge. I think it hmm. did okay. Um, I'm I'm just. Uh, I mean, searching control sales is really not that helpful. A little bit, very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it sold over three million copies, which is pretty decent for a game of that size. Right. Um, it's it's it was they seem happy with it, work. but it's not a big, massive smash. Mm. I hope this one does better. I still think, in retrospect, that not doing a physical copy of a game that ended up with like ninety-two Metacritic was maybe a mistake, but. Mm. Um, We'll see. I'm. I can't wait to see this Max Payne remake. It's so interesting them doing this with Rockstar because Rockstar seemed like such a company that wouldn't want to do a co-development deal or a co-collaboration because they are so tight net. Like if there was yeah. anyone that um, I'd, I'd least expect to do that, it would be them. Well, they're, um, leak, but... they're
2: leaking their own stuff now. So I mean, I mean, <laughs> you'd, you'd start to trust people outside the company if your own company couldn't keep uh, little demo, <laughs> demos uh, out of the hands of uh, fans. I
1: never actually played the the original two games of Max Payne, so I'm actually quite looking forward to that remake uh, because I loved 3. Because 1 and and 2 were PS2-era is that right? Yeah, they're they're older. Yeah. See, I wasn't allowed to play games like that back then. Oh <laughs> well, well, I remember
2: it was kind of it was kind of tied in with a 3D Mark kind of uh, were they sort of involved with 3D Marks uh, one of their little um, sort of graphical kind of tests. I seem to recall Max Payne one coming out at the same time as the Matrix demo on 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 on, uh, <laughs> on 3D Mark. And in my head, I always kind of mixed those two things together that it came out of a tech demo, the whole uh, bullet time stuff. But but I'm probably just misremembering that.
0: <laughs> the yeah the, the that stuff was really like technically impressive back then and then three was three was a really cool game but it seemed that it didn't quite it was a romp do it. wasn't it yeah it what it was a romp it was a slow motion romp mm. I just remember the bit where you're like fighting through. Uh, it's like a fake version of the Maracaná Stadium. That was yeah. a really good. Uh...
2: That was beautifully put together. And and why don't we fight through more football stadiums with video games? It's perfect. <laughs> Massive, kind of like, like you know, you got the pitch itself, you've got underground car parks. Video games love underground car parks.
0: Yeah. Especially see the way that Tottenham Stadium's constructed, where there's all those chambers, like, underneath it, where yeah. you can, like, store the pitch. Like, I that'd be, be perfect. Um, <laughs> but sadly not sh- we'll be fighting through celtic park with a green brigade soon <laughs> enough uh next story uh and and what continues to be a crap year for people that make video games bungie's layoffs reportedly amount to around 100 staff it was confirmed on monday that bungie was the latest sony interactive entertainment studio to be hit with layoffs though the scope of the job cuts wasn't clear at that time bloomberg is now reporting That staff were warned in a meeting earlier this month that revenue was running at around 45% below what was being projected, which Chief Executive Officer Pete Parsons reportedly attributed to poor player retention for Destiny 2. It claimed that staff were told that the game's next expansion, The Final Shape, was being delayed from February 24 to June to give staff more time to improve it. Parsons also said, Uh, is also said to have told staff that salary and hiring freezes would be taking place but two weeks later on monday around 100 staff were then told they would be laid off forbes writer Paul tassie tweeted the more information he'd received from a source including claims that many employee benefits lasted until the end of the month meaning that because staff were laid off on october 30th their benefits lasted one day this Beautiful. was corroborated. Just, just yeah, <laughs> the, the video game industry, so ladies and gentlemen,
2: typically video game industry,
0: isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, this was later corroborated by Bloomberg's report, which also noted that healthcare was a separate benefit and will still be available for the next three months to those who were let go. um Pete, the video game industry seems to never be better in terms of the quality of games. Why? Are, why is job reti- uh, job safety such a bag a, a bad thing? Uh, I think because
2: um, CEOs and financial officers um, project way too hard. I would say, yeah. and money is quite expensive to lend these days, and COVID and everything. You know, we as um, an owner of a company, uh, I'm, I'm not. You know, I am an owner of a company, I guess, a couple. But um, I, I think um, you have to be realistic with your projections, and you have to, um, you know, feather your nest accordingly. So if you're projecting <clears> that video game, uh, uh, you know, is going to be um, is popular, um, then perhaps it, the failure is in you rather than uh, the actual people who make the, the the product itself. One one would suggest anyway.
0: <laughs> yes, mm. um, Aaron was. I often wonder about these companies that rely so heavily on one game, like mm. Destiny Two is Bungie's only thing. Was this kind of uh, inevitable or like a dangerous strategy? What do you think? I suppose it's the thing with like a game like
1: Destiny. It's always going to have highs and lows. Because, I mean, that's been the same thing throughout the entire run of Destiny and Destiny 2. We had... um, I was speaking to someone about it just earlier this morning about how things weren't looking good for it, you know, a few years ago, but then they implemented so many things that, like, the players were asking for and then Forsaken came out and it was, like, story-wise, everyone liked that one and then it was back up to, like, high players and now, right now, we're in the low where Lightfall didn't quite hit the same. Mm -hmm. Um, And... It's it is an awkward one with these kind of games because it just it it's so difficult as well now for like players to to, to stay or get into Destiny. Um, so really, the only thing that can really happen is either the old players come back or people slowly trickle out of it. And I think having it in a, in a lower kind of quality it, it is only going to lead to that. And it's it is it's been a kind of horrible thing to read because I've been a huge fan of of Destiny basically it's in in its entire run and seeing like them even fire people like Michael Salvatore, who's like the guy that done some of the best video game music ever
0: through this game. He he was the co-composer of the, Oh, oh, like, come on. I mean, literally
1: 20% of the fun of destiny is the music. It's so good. And then to fire someone like that, not only that, just like right at the end, you know, the final shape, which is the one that was delayed. It's supposed to be like the big culmination of 10 years of this I say storytelling kind of lightly because like the light and darkness <laughs> thing is a bit of a piss take <laughs> in, some, uh, in some ways. But yeah, I, it's it's rough. And I didn't like as well that there was a bit of like, it was like cloak and dagger of like, whose fault was this? Is this a Sony thing? Of Sony bought them in and then gutted them? Or is this a bungee thing and, and they're just clearing out their own staff? And I think you're right. People saying like projections are just too high for things like this. I think they, they expect things to just be we're going to throw another season at it. We're going to throw another big expansion and people are going to play it and buy, buy our stuff. Mm -hmm. But like, that isn't always the case, especially when you have so, I mean, like 2023 in particular, got so many like high rating games that will be pulling people away from, you know, part of the reason I don't play destiny all the time or a game like apex legends, for example, because I was like, you know, I actually would quite like to play something else. I don't want to just play this game all the time. And when you're getting like 10 out of 10s, 9 out of 10s, 8 out of 10s coming out every other week, which has been the case for the last few months, people are going to want to move away from a game like Destiny, which is staying relatively the same over like a six-month period.
0: It makes me wonder if during the pandemic when people were forced to like Basically, take up one of these games as like a social space mm. that all these executives were like, "This is going to last forever. Yeah. Everyone's going to be logged in their houses forever." Mm-hmm. And now that we're getting back into a more uh, traditional cadence with uh, big games, that they they the, the seem to be uh, in trouble. Yeah,
1: I think it's gonna is. I mean, it's the same in like our industry as well as like actual development, where there's like mm. the effects of COVID. There was such a big boom for everyone, yeah. you know, every, like, oh my God, everyone's reading guides, everyone's reading reviews, everyone's looking at gameplay videos because no one's getting anything to do. They're sitting in the house and then like that all starts to just come down. It's only natural that it would after something yeah. like that. So I think there probably have been a lot of people that thought, no, no, this is the breakthrough point for video games. Like it's already big, <laughs> but now it's on the up and up and it just isn't really the case.
0: Nope people are out living their lives all the markets have c- crashed no one wants video games no one wants shitty podcasts am i right pete <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants them nobody needs them there's too many of them far too many podcasts the amount of podcasts that get advertised that, uh, alongside this podcast i'm like i've never you've made that up there's no <laughs> hundred episodes of this um, <laughs> the only podcasts i listen to are this one and the look and pete show isn't that right <laughs> good, you, you tell me
1: you don't listen to my my old film podcast that had like 80 episodes now nah, you never listen to that one
0: i don't i famously don't like films um so <laughs> oh,
1: I, yeah i forgot about I that wouldn't, i okay, simply wouldn't that a
0: podcast about them
1: <laughs> the man with a film degree doesn't like I know, I know. the same well, film I'm, degree I'm, as me
0: if anyone's qualified <laughs> to not like them it's me i have i've studied yeah, them Watched um, loads of them also. i've watched
1: loads of them not a fan <laughs> no, I'm not into it. After Simply four not into years, it. years, I decided I just don't like
0: them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, if I hadn't... Uh, I had the revelation well before the four-year period. That's why I started making FIFA videos that led me on this path to, <laughs> uh, to be a games journalist. Yeah. I, have a, I have a small... Uh, we, I meant to talk about this during the Alan Wake section, but I've got a grievance, right? Mm. So... Uh, I bought some clothing from Macia, the the Finnish clothing brand that has done a, a collaboration with Alan Wake. First of all, oh, I had yeah. to buy two hundred euros worth of clothes to for them to ship to the UK. <laughs> Thankfully, I did a deal with some lovely listeners from this podcast. They bought some stuff and they gave me the money, so we we did like a a package oh. deal. Then the other night more trips um, to the post
2: office for you Jordan got god, said, good <laughs> god uh,
0: me and uh, my partner were enjoying a lovely evening of WWE live uh, and I receive <laughs> an email which reads uh, your DHL package has some customs uh, on it and I'm like oh okay ah. I was expecting this I didn't pay I didn't pay that in Finland that I expected this mm. um, £193 <laughs> like, £193 <laughs> so I'm sitting there Brexit means Brexit sweat, baby <laughs> sweat pissing off me And I'm like, I'm I'm sitting with like websites trying to calculate it, and I'm like, okay, this is definitely wrong. The next day, I get an email being like, oh, we were wrong. It was seventy pound. And I'm like, okay, right, that's 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 still chunky, still chunky. They've they've tricked
1: you there. I think. I think they're like start them with the hundred and eighty, and then bring them down to the seventy, and you'll happily pay it.
0: So that in Finland is twenty five percent. So twenty five percent of two hundred, and then plus like some some other wee bits and pieces. I was like, okay, this is, this is fine. But uh, yeah, that was a that was a scary moment. I was trying to enjoy uh, EO Sky versus Charlotte at WWE Live, <laughs> and um, the. WWE Live was good, right? I, hmm. Thank you. Yeah,
2: Because you were worried about which stars are going to be in Glasgow at the Hydro and which yeah. stars are going to be in Berlin doing the show over there.
0: Um, the German tour had a much better lineup, but right. I, I, I shan't complain because the, the, <laughs> the tickets were very kindly provided. But oh. So we got Drew McIntyre. Everyone was happy about that because we were in Scotland. Imagine he said, if he did Germany. No, imagine, though. <laughs> no, that would have been a real FU. But the... <laughs> That he came out and said, well, "I'm going to boot your boss. and everyone was like, "Wait!" Um, <laughs> reading reading uh, Glasgow Twitter on yeah. a bit of paper. <laughs> um, but uh, we got Eo Eo Sky versus Charlotte. which was a very good match to to excellent performers. Mm. Um, but the main event of uh, LA Knight versus Sol- Solo Sokoa, um, we uh, we left to beat the traffic. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, because LA Knight got a reaction like he was the fucking rock coming out. Mm. Like people were so into LA Knight. I appreciated that. But the rest of the tour was... Uh, the rest of the, the lineup was not the... No. Was, was not who got strongest. Who got Asuka? Because she was on some of the posters. Oh they, uh, we didn't get Asuka German, didn't get, Re- Rey Mysterio was on the poster, didn't appear. Asuka didn't was on the poster, didn't, didn't appear. appear. The Usos yeah. were on the poster, didn't appear. Didn't appear. Um <laughs> card subject to change. Yeah. Um, nice. It was funny because the section we were sitting in, you know, ICW, the Glasgow-based promotion, mm. um, all, all those boys were sitting behind us, so we were clearly in like the friends and family section. <laughs> Cause it was just like all these Burnley wrestlers sitting behind us watching pretty deadly. Um <laughs> when we come back, I'm going to tell you. How to win this lovely copy of a handheld history. We'll see you in a minute.
1: Subtle results, still you
0: And we are back. If you would like to win a copy of Handheld History, I have two to give away. UK only, UK only, UK, UK only. only. Mm-hmm. You have to email podcast at videogameschronicle.com. Make the subject Handheld History. And just tell me your favourite handheld. Aaron, what's your favourite handheld? And I'll, I'll look it up in this lovely book. Um,
1: I like. I remember quite vividly getting my DS Lite when Ooh, uh, for Christmas nice. one year the white one, I remember being very excited that I played that for a ridiculous amount of time on on the day. Super Mario Bros had just come out, mm. with the new Super Mario Bros. Um,
0: oh, that this is love. This is lovely for vid- for video uh, watchers. They have really high quality images of all the revisions of the DS mm. in here. Oh, nice. Which I would I would just like to sit and uh, sit and paw through. I
1: really like the classic white look with the gloss yeah. on it and the two mm. little squares. I, I quite like that. it was tidy wasn't it, it was a really nice tidy design yeah, I remember going to school you had a, did you guys get like golden time in school on a Friday golden time? time. what is golden time? I'm so old what is golden golden time? You just gotta do whatever you want yeah so golden (laughs) time was like I want to say maybe half an hour at the end of a Friday where it was just like go have fun and talk to yeah yeah but everyone (laughs) everyone would go on their, get their DS out and like go on PictoChat and just be sitting like drawing things on PictoChat for like half an hour, and almost like you know, you get the occasional dick in there, but keep in mind yeah, we're like we're, we're young people at this point, so most of the time it's like just coloring the whole thing in black. That was like the thing. So you just have like you just have like ten people sitting like scribbling on their their DS light, hoping to cover every inch of that little touch screen. But um, <laughs> it was a good the good days, you know, when life was
2: simpler. Yeah, when you when you couldn't play Max Penn but you No, know, when I couldn't play screen. Max. Penn
0: R- <laughs> <laughs> The I-, I need to retell the story um, that was being told on this podcast of when PictoChat Chat was getting rolled out at E three, and um, a journalist who remained nameless uh, drew a big cock on the PictoChat Chat at E three, only to find out that it was being projected over his head. Yes. and sitting there watching was. The father of video games, Shigeru Miyamoto.
2: Yes, (laughs) he's got a Willy. Probably. So, <laughs> I mean, no, like, so we can only assume that he's seen one before. So, just looks hold. up at the Picto chat screen, goes relatable. Yeah, I, get it, I, mean, yeah, I you mean, to be, yeah. to be fair, like, I've been just part a few times. I mean, that is very much their sense of humour. Oh they yeah, love they love bums, they love Poe, they love willies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just make yeah, sure yeah, they're yeah, blurred yeah,
2: yeah. out. Is the, um. is the uh, John? Is the GP? Is the game? Is the game park uh, thirty two uh, in, in the book? Probably not. Be, it's a, be, it was like an unlovable sort of. Um, uh Korean I think um uh, game system the GP32 and um the, car- the the games came on little kind of uh you know like before SD cards there was like thick lads that were, like, oh, really big yeah, yeah. ones. But then there was, like, really thin ones that they were, like, the thin, thinness of a small bit of cardboard. Um, that's what, the, that's what uh, you, the games used to come on. And there was about five box titles. Uh, the screen wasn't backlit. It was a load of rubbish, but people used to put emulators on it, and that was very much... I remember, I remember playing through um, a few graphic adventures on it. What's the name I'm again? Scum engine. Game Park 32. It probably and wasn't. It wasn't really a big deal. It wasn't really. It was very got, much an. they've en-
0: got a lot of absolute nothings here. So. It was an enthusiast's <laughs> one, the GP32.
2: I, 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 every time I uh, go looking for a, a, a legacy USB cable from a big um, box I've got, I always see it at the bottom and I was like, I wonder if that's worth any money. And you go on eBay and it's not worth anything.
0: <laughs> I mean, the, the, they've got the Mega Duck in here. The so, <laughs> Mega you <know>. Duck? Wow. <laughs> there's, there's every chance Fantastic. that they have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yes if you yeah, well. oh the engage the, the what what a machine they need to bring the it back engage yeah. the game king that's what they call me um yeah if you'd like to win one of two please uh, please please participate in this in this fabulous contest uh, uk only uk only i will not send this to <laughs> parts unknown um next story setup images confirm the playstation 5's disk drive requires an online pairing this is a follow-up from our story from last week or a couple of weeks ago or god knows when and um, because the new ps5 model can have a detachable disk drive it has to be paired much like uh, a controller does uh, with a little bit of firmware uh, this isn't the most important thing the most important thing is have you seen the images of this new playstation 5 yeah have you seen the way this looks when compared to a normal PlayStation Five, because good God, does it look like a knockoff that you would find in the bars? Aaron, what do you think about this horrible little machine?
1: I'm surprised. I didn't think it was too bad, to be honest. I think, I mean, like size is the the the, the main thing here. I mean, looking at that, the, the PS Five. I've heard. The, the PS Five is like too big for most people. I think. You know, mm. when when you're t- I'm, I'm feeling like I'm is, going into... Is in this to- improving
0: things, though? <laughs> <laughs> Too t- big for cowards. Too big for you.
1: Make that the centerpiece of your living room, not your TV. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, so I, I don't mind it. I'm not always like a massive... Speaking about how nice the glossy DS looked, I don't think it looks the best in the console. Um, I like the matte finish of the PS5. And the, the sort of like accentuated disk drive coming out of the side is a little bit... Uh, I don't. I'm not hundred percent on it. Um, there are elements of the design that I think are confusing. To the, as in why? I know why, but why did they do the the design where they had to have a new, different kind of stand, and not only that, two different kinds of stands as well? That yeah. You have to buy. It's complete bullshit. I think it's just another way for people like, oh, you want this to stand vertically, like almost everyone does, and if you don't, I find it weird. I don't like. I don't like horizontal PS Five people. It freaks me out a little bit. But if you're if you're a vertical, like that's how I say most people have it. Oh well, that's thirty pounds extra. I think the yeah. only thing going in their favor there is really the fact that it's the same price. But um, to to talk quickly about that connection with the the disk drive, I don't. I mean, it's annoying, I suppose, but I don't think it's like the thing everyone. I don't makes think out.
0: anyone will notice. No, nah, because it's
1: like, like people are like I've seen people in the comments on our channel saying like I am that's it, it's a pass. I'm not buying this. I'm like
0: yeah how are you commenting what what were you planning on doing on it yeah (laughs) like
1: how how are you commenting on this video without internet connection you know and something like that is going to be if you don't even have access to internet or you've got your mobile or whatever you can probably hotspot it for like five minutes to update this because I'm going to imagine yeah, it's, it's not going to be like a five gig download is it it's going to yeah, be like a hundred megabytes
0: meg. yeah. you're not downloading Warzone onto on your <laughs> drive like I,
2: I, I, I remember don't... when half-life 2 uh, first came out and that had to um, phone home uh, and that was quite controversial I mm-hmm. think back in the day uh, and so I remember taking my hard drive out of my computer at home taking it into work and um, sort of opening up I don't know why I was allowed to do this people just let me get on with it uh, working for a local government <laughs> uh, quango uh Uh, a kind of um, housing authority uh, in in, in Victoria and uh, yeah I just had my computer open and I was was making Half-Life 2 via Steam call to the Steam network just so I could get ratified (laughs) so I could take (laughs) it back home just to make it work very bizarre times weird (laughs) Uh,
0: yeah usually this is a situation I was hoping that the slum would look okay because I'm always conscious of the fact that I've had it's been about three years now since I've had my PS five. It's been on every day, it's been on for hundreds of hours. My PS five will die far quicker than the average Joe's. And if it was to be replaced, it would likely be replaced by a slim. But I just Yeah, I'm not m- into it.
1: My PlayStation 5 has only just started making sound when it mm. when it I think I just need to clear out the, the vents, but I was thinking if I managed to get my hands on a on a slim, that'd happily become my main one. Also, my PS5 is just sitting on my desk. It takes up hundreds of space. That thirty percent reduction in size, mate. I'm there for it. Mm. That's
0: why I've got two desks. I've got, I've got, de- I've got a desk that has my consoles and my my laptops and my uh, hardcore drugs on the side, <laughs> and, and, and I've just got my 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 clean one here that has uh, cans of Monster and um. <laughs> <laughs> packets of Sudafed. God bless. Yeah. Uh, Not sponsored. It's more animal than man these days, John. Yeah. It's like a WWE cautionary tale. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's off his head on Sudafedrine again.
0: <laughs> Look, it makes the day go quicker. You've
2: got to appreciate it. <laughs> makes your heart go quicker.
0: <laughs> Taking them with monsters is the real way to do it. Um, speaking of things that don't make my heart go quicker, Aaron, mm. you had the the... The unfortunate honour of playing uh, Ubisoft's James Cameron's Avatar Frontier of Pandora. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell us <laughs> all about it. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'm going to start with a little bit of context of the fact that I'm a massive Avatar fan. and The only. Part of me feels like I have to defend myself when I do this, but at the same time... <laughs> mate i love a bit of sci-fi escapism i was 13 when the first movie came out it was just perfect time and place and it stayed with Mm. me since i enjoyed the second one so i was really excited with this i know a lot of people saw the 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 trailer or whatever and went far cry but avatar i think that's Mm -hmm. completely fine because i think if you take the far cry games in isolation on their own they're good games right they're not bad they're not amazing they're good games but then you give it a setting that's cool and looks nice and has lower kind of elements to it that elevates it to me so that makes it a better game and that was kind of what i got from this and like aesthetically and audio wise i would say like they've nailed it's so authentic to the movies because that was the first thing i was like how how authentic is this going to feel and the demoist was setting me up and I just put the headphones on and I listened to it for 30 seconds and immediately I was like, oh, this is Avatar. Like that, that's, yeah. And that's what you want from a game like this. So I think some people will be quick to judge it and saying it's just Avatar and it's not going to push boundaries in any way. But I think if you're looking for either as an Avatar fan, you're looking for something that's like ties into that Avatar fantasy in a video game form, you're going to love it. And if you're looking for an open world game, with a cool sci-fi set, and you're probably going to like it as well, even if you're not like the biggest fan of Avatar. I think there's things to enjoy about it. But yeah, I liked it. I,
2: is, I is there it. like Aaron? Is there, is there Aaron? Is there is there like, is there like a bit of um, signature music? You know, like um, Indiana Jones or uh, Jurassic Park that kind of brings you in with Avatar being a great question. question. Well, you know, there's. I, I'm not the
1: really the kind of guy that would know a specific track, but to yeah. be, to talk about a completely different. uh Event I went to like one of those things in Glasgow where they play like movie stuff and it was supposed to be primarily for Lord of the Rings and they're playing it with mm. a live orchestra. It just randomly I didn't actually even know they were doing it. They played a bit of Avatar in it mm. and that was the best bit in the whole thing. I loved it. Right. I think the original score from James Horner, who sadly passed away and is no longer doing the the score for the next movie. I mean it's 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 amazing in the first one. I think it really really is good and and that was one of the things I said in my preview was that like the score in particular i don't know if they've like taken it straight from or something new for this but it just it slotted in that way where like i didn't think oh this is ubisoft trying to do avatar an avatar soundtrack it just sounded like an avatar soundtrack so i would say there's like there's a vibe to the music that kind of brings me in i would say
2: rather than Hmm. a singular track right okay interesting I just, I just Avatar think it's like a <laughs> <kings> <laughs> big
0: of tall, the galaxy.
2: Big tall blue boys. Um, the do you not think that like um, cause I think sometimes like video game tyrants can just use that mu- use the music and that's half the struggle, isn't it? That's half like it's it's a really easy way of sort of dragging you in over and above you know the licensed faces and likenesses and mm-hmm. stuff. Well I think that's that's kind of one of the things that makes this quite
1: exciting because I suppose in the same way that Hogwarts Legacy was like, oh, you get to explore this place that you like. If you're a Harry Potter fan, uh, th- th- it's kind of the same, same thing cuz you're going into this world and it's like not necessarily like a setting because it's set in a different region of Pandora if you're interested in a little bit of the the facts there, but it's not the same forest as the Avatar movies. It's um but yeah. it has like that kind of I don't know the, the, that iconography of, of the of the films where it's like yeah. those orange flower things that suck in when you go up to them or or the um little spinning glowing lizards or the Can you have hair sex? Not not in the demo at least. Mm. But you do you do you do <laughs> Gotta keep something you know back. you do, you do plug yourself into a couple of animals.
2: Hell so, yeah, So it's, it's, it's not what <laughs> i talking think about. I think there's a video floating around Twitter about that sort of <laughs> game uh, uh, this week. Um, uh, do, do you think that, like, I always start thinking with, like, um, tie games that are based on completely or almost entirely CGI experiences, since it's a licensed game, can they not just give them the... Give them the um the actual 3 d models and then just, you know there's there's the world go reduce the polygons on this yeah. <laughs> and just stick it in there I, I, <laughs> I, I, I do
0: wonder if the 3 d models used for the film would be too much. If, if mm. they would be able. oh yeah i mean so, they would be but i mean sure yeah. you could
2: procedurally just reduce them down to uh to something you, can work you know with. it's something is, know. is
0: jake sully in it is have they got whatever his name is sam johnny face whatever, mm. whatever that actor's name is
2: um no they do
1: they do not have my guy sam worthington in it uh uh-huh. but it's it's um set before like 15 years after or 10 years after the first movie but before The Wave of Water, which was the, the movie from last year, uh, and because it's set a different place, I don't know how much it will really tie into the movies at all, other than it being the humans are back to conquer mm. the forest. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's got, for me as a big Avatar fan, it's got like, I, I still think it will cap out at something like an eight. I can imagine because there there are, like I'm saying, it's a fun game. The the nostalgia factor for me is elevating it. The same way, like, again, like I'm saying, with Hogwarts. I'm sure Hogwarts had its scores inflated a little just because people were like, I love Harry Potter. Like, how much do you like Harry Potter? That game, if you're not a Harry Potter fan, is actually fun.
0: Well, (laughs) (laughs) as someone who was afflicted by that um, exact issue, that's actually... You sold it a bit to me because a lot of Hogwarts Legacy was... I I've been wanting to play this game since I was about five years old, mm-hmm. and and I actually explore this world with this music. It's playing on the stuff that Warner Brothers did, like from it's all the film iconography. So it can, it's like it's very evocative. Like it's a very easy trick to do that, but it's an effective one. Like it, it doesn't make it any yeah. and th- like oh, it's legit.
1: And I think as well when people were like. I think there's a big question over this game of like who asked for it, who wants it, mate. These two movies made five billion at the box office. (laughs) That doesn't, you don't get five billion at the box office without there being some kind of fan base. And like video game people are just a bit sniffy about Avatar. I've never really understood why film um, film people are sniffy about Avatar. Everyone's (laughs) sniffy about Avatar. The
0: films are balls.
1: Nah, (laughs) blue balls. (laughs) Nah. no, 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 I like them. I like them, I, and I think I think it will be a good game. I, I, I can't see it really getting lower than like I think it will be a sevens. I, I think it will be mm. sevens for a lot of people, to be honest. But unlike the majority of like people that read review scores, if I see a seven, I don't think, oh mate that's a dead game.
2: You know, that's mm, still a yeah. that's still a decent game. But and that's and then presumably that's enough for the fan base. You know, exactly. you're not expecting much more, right?
1: Yeah, I think that's the thing. You get a, a solid foundation elevated by the material and I think Mm. that was a thing combining the Far Cry formula which people already like because Far Cry games still sell you know whenever they come I'm out a big
2: fan probably my favorite video game series of the last 20 years I just I just play through them I, yeah, like, I don't know why pe- like collecting stuff
1: Yeah exactly like it's like cars. they don't they don't push boundaries but people enjoy them like yeah. you know and and that's I think part of the the issue with that series is it's been kind of getting a little bit stale with the settings that's why I actually liked Five so much because it was like we'll do something different we'll set it in America whereas before it's like another tropical forest or whatever and i suppose you could say that about this but there's like the lore there that I think expands it. You know, like when you kill an animal in this one, you'll do your little, oh, I see you animal. I, you know, I respect you as you go into the Sorry afterlife. Or whatever. Yeah. Sorry for killing you, mate. You know, Cause it's, it's like things like that, that tie it into the universe that I really like. Um, yeah. And also it looks amazing. I mean, I was playing on, yeah. I was playing on PC. So what's the PS5 version going to look like? Console version going to look like? don't know. But I thought it looked really, really nice, especially during the day. I thought the nighttime stuff because obviously it's all bioluminescence kind of let me down a little bit, but mm. the daytime stuff looks amazing because you just get the foliage is going crazy. Like, it's just everything Alive. moving all the time. It, it's really, really cool. Yeah, huh. Good game, mate. try about. it out. Yeah. I bet I will. VGC's next 5 out of 5.
0: Oh yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope there's something else out that week can I'm <laughs> instead, because that feels like it would go right in my wheelhouse. Um, <laughs> only thing I've really been playing this week, uh, City Skylines 2, which I've been enjoying. Um, I've been... Uh, I, I jump in two-footed without any tutorials, because I played a lot of City Skylines 1, and um turns out my memory is not quite what it used to be. The town was... A mess, a all mess. sewage in the, the under... streets. Exactly. So I was trying to connect the sewage and the water to the to the different plants, but it was just a spaghetti of pipes that wouldn't connect to each other. So poor, poor people were getting like five sets of pipes, none of them interconnected, going past their house. Sounds like your um, bath. <laughs> I like your know. house,
2: John. <laughs> I know. Um,
0: thankfully, the, 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 it's only the bath that's the problem. Everything else is fine. I'm going to start shouting in the sink. Yeah. Um, but then I started. I started a new town, and it's just really it's a really enjoyable kind of numbers go up type of game. And they've mm. done some interesting things where you can play it in a mode where not everything's unlocked from the jump. So as your town gets bigger, you basically go up a level and it's like a skill tree almost. So you'll earn skills and it'll be like, do you want to unlock a big hospital or a big police station? And it makes you build the town in a more sensible way. So you're not just immediately like, okay, let, let's do 10 high rises and there's no shops and there's no, bit, there's no, there's no, there's no construction. There's no uh, industry for anyone to work in. Um, I'm playing it on uh, basically one of the most powerful PCs on the market and it still doesn't run very well, which is uh, says a lot about... Um, we spoke last week about the, the teeth men that teeth, are all over the town.
2: The is that
0: <laughs> but,
1: a of level of stuff you need to think about when playing these games? Because I've always been intrigued but never got around to playing a game like that. So you're having so, to like organize whether there's shots for people to to go to and stuff around
0: the buildings kind of so if you imagine it if you if you build a grid with the roads uh-huh. you, you then get like a paint kind of tool to paint either side of the road that'll just be like green if you want it to be houses blue if you want it to be shops right. yellow if you want it to be industry and you'll have a wee meter in the bottom that says you need more xyz it's really it's really simple like oh, that right, okay. stuff's really intuitive but as your city gets bigger and there's more stuff to deal with then you'll have to deal with crime and all this oh, other stuff. Cool, and actually it's <laughs> it's really it's really really fun and the way they've done expansion uh and this one is you just drag the map out and you'll see like all the squares around your original square and you can just buy them and make your city bigger and bigger and bigger right so um i have natural disasters turned on so i look forward to that uh <laughs> impacting my my poor little <laughs> town sooner rather than later <laughs> you ever been into these um uh Playing god games, Pete. You've got a god complex, everyone knows. <laughs> I,
2: just, I just want some control in my own life, so uh, um, <laughs> I remember sort of, but I, I remember you know, I was a big Sim City guy back in the day, and I, yeah. I, I, do, I do, I have played, I think I played the first City Skylines uh, a little while ago, but um, yeah, I, I think I remember buying um, A Train. You probably don't remember A Train, but that was kind of like a Maxis. what
0: Albert, Prince Albert.
2: So I remember playing that quite a lot when I was a kid, even though. Or really wasn't into trains and stuff. I mean, they're very charming. They're the sort of games that you sort of go around someone's house, and the the uncle is in, is is, is pottering about on his yeah. uh, on his PC back in the day. But uh, uh, but and that's why. I think it's interesting that, like a lot of these games, even like your your, your civilizations and stuff, like um, they 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 do take a heck of a lot out of your computer performance wise. So, like these enthusiast level um, PCs are, are the only things that can run them half the time. So, but you would imagine that it's a much broader game than someone who would usually regard themselves as being a, um, a video game player. Because, like, doesn't your doesn't your dad only play one golf? He's got access to all of your Steam titles, but he yeah, only he plays has- the golf game.
0: He he could play any game he wants, but he plays Tiger Woods PGA, uh, yeah, whatever the 2K PGA with Tiger Woods is mm. on the Xbox. And despite <laughs> the fact that he there's not a game in the world I couldn't get him, and he's like, nah, just keep playing there. Yeah, the- but
2: that, that's something that's proper dad stuff, isn't it? So like, yeah. I I always think of these games as dad games. They have one game and they play it every hour, every spare hour they've got.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but it's good. Uh, I'll keep pottering away at it. I'm also. In the midst of an early football manager save that's just it's it's not it's not it's not going well. It's, it's not just, going it's well. Just
2: too much. I, pr- I the, presume you're, you're um, managing your your, your beloved um, Celtic or? um indeed it's right.
0: uh, I mean it's it's going fine. It's just the first couple of months of a football manager save you have so much admin to do before it's just, you can even so, actually play it's the just game. T- going,
2: just telling your assistant manager to take over everything. It's yeah. just, there's just so many. Like, I, I know they have him uh, put in options in the past where you just sort of you just look after certain things. But even then, that you want to fine tune it and sort of go look. I, I'm, I'm about half a season through a um, Vent for a Kofu J League two uh, save, <laughs> and I think I don't think we've lost or drawn a single match, uh, and yet my um, football team don't respect me and have unified. <laughs> they're playing so well. Because because they are unifying against me, a common enemy. <laughs> a, the word "common enemy" was, was was listed as one of the reasons why they're playing so well. So, you know, get stuff and break off. It. Yeah. I'm doing
0: my best. All right. Are, is is your manager? Uh, are you a guy? is your manager from? Hartlepool oh yeah, I'm fr- yeah. I'm
2: a Newcastle United fan. I'm from where I'm from. I'm a five foot eight, <laughs> um, frog bellied, uh, uh, ill looking man. Um, yeah, it's a, it's it's. I am a, an atrocious wreck of a man, but I'm. Uh, I'm in. I'm in, I'm in the. Uh, I'm in, I'm in a lovely part of uh, Japan at the foot of Mount Fuji. i a lovely time. So, mm. <laughs> I'm having a, fun. Just, my team is. <laughs> there's a
0: Scottish boy on TikTok who's recently moved to Japan that I mm. follow, and he went to a, a, a game recently, and the. I couldn't believe the attendance for, like, a, a, not a minor, but, like, a kind Mm. of mid-table J-League side. Like, the place was absolutely pumping. Like, it was as if, like, a Champions League final. It's just... Well, they've got, like, a a lot of them have, like, flag sections where they just spend all their time just waving blumming flags and stuff. (laughs) We need to get the VGC podcast as a sponsor for a J-League 2 side. I feel like we could pull that off. (laughs) I feel like that would not be be I'm shocked the Ramble hasn't ever been asked to, like, be a... Oh, it have been asked, You can't
2: afford it. <laughs> we've been asked <laughs> loads of times.
0: <laughs> oh, wait, do we need to pay them? I didn't realize that's how it worked. I that's how we, sponsors I thought, work, Jordan. Oh, ah, ah. see, I see, I see. Well, I'm afraid <laughs> Yokohama F. Marinos will have to yeah. go without for a, another season. Um okay. I asked on X what your favourite video game movie tie in was because I was thinking about that Wolverine game. Uh, mm. Let's get a few of the responses here. Chris Wall says Alien Three on the Mega Drive. Never played it personally because I'm not an old ass man. Um, <laughs> James Trouton though with the real shit, uh, Revenge of the Seth uh, uh, on, on the that's PS2. A game. That's okay, a good yeah. one. Yeah.
2: The pod and stuff in, in those titles. Ty- the pod Racer game was good.
0: Really oh cool? yeah, that, that was a big, the, the Pod Racing arcade game had the actual thing. Oh that, beautiful! They had one of those in the Trocadero. God rest it. That was just incredible. They also had one downstairs in hamley's uh, on uh, on oh, whatever london street that is they did have
2: a they did have a they did a little game section down there for a little yeah. while
0: didn't they? now it's just if you go down there now it's like game like the shop um mm. it's all like you want to buy uh, Razer PC accessories etc <laughs> it's really no, thank you. mechanical keyboard That's what <laughs> yeah. you over what you'd spend on Amazon yeah brilliant What's <laughs> the yeah. shout for uh, the Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay I've seen that uh, mm. a lot of I'll times which it, mu- it must be it must be a banger the, the and a good shout for the Toy Story 2 game and the Aladdin game you can play Toy Story 2 on the Playstation 5 if you pay the million pounds for Playstation Plus Premium yeah there. um and, of course, one that uh, Pete has referenced, Peter Jackson's King Kong oh, on the Xbox <laughs> I was going to say,
1: if it wasn't mentioned, that was one I was going to say I love that game.
0: <laughs> Very easy. 1000 achievement points on that.
1: Um, um, also, if there's none mentioning it, have to rep it. James Cameron's Avatar The Game on oh, 316 PS3. That was, uh, <laughs> that was a pretty good one. You got to play as either the humans or the Avatar. It's pretty fun, I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: You play as a colonizer. <laughs> I mean, I suppose that's every Call of Duty game, so it's not not really that um that shocking. That that, Blade run,
2: that that Blade Runner, um, point and click was it was quite good back in the day. But I, but you guys are fr- not from a generation that had really terrible tie ins. Like, there was there was a level of performance that tie ins had to have. Yeah. um it, when when you guys were were in short trousers, but like I'm from the generation of games like give give my regards to Broad Street, a, a, a tie in. <laughs> for a Paul McCartney biopic film that nobody watched. And it's just you driving around Mornington Crescent, you're driving around London, and then you do a bit of walking. There was so many. There were Alfredo's own pet, not necessarily a, a film. <laughs> there were tie-ins with that. I rem- one of my favourite games was um, Adrian Anderson, uh, Edmondson post um, uh, post Young Ones and pre-bottom um uh, sort of Christmas book he released called How to Be a Complete Bastard. And you would just walk around a party and just try and get ejected from the party by blowing off, drinking bleach, um, killing animals, <laughs> just the, being an absolute sociopath. Like the, the, the Spectrum sort of C64, uh, bedroom coding era was just an era of just massive licensed games and terrible, terrible, uh, execution. Uh, there, there's so many bad ones. Cliffhanger.
1: Yeah,
2: awful. <laughs> I feel like we had some some good ones in our
1: day. Like it was, yeah. Like uh, there was the Godfather game on. Yeah, I think it was PS2 Godfather and, Godfather and PS, were all right. Uh, on PSP was it as well? I seem to remember old... playing it in PSP. Um, yeah, the
0: sequel. The sequel was on 360, and it was actually decent. It was better than Mafia,
1: in my opinion. The 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 Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. That was a yep. good one. That was a good one. Someone stole that from me in school. <gasps> oh, I man. lent it to a friend. Who then brought it back? And the day that he, he gave it to me, and I put it in my bag, and someone stole it in my bag. So I was always gust of it. I now. used
0: to, I used to steal Pokemon cards in school. Um, <laughs> doesn't surprise me. Uh, <laughs> um, not lots, just once. Just enough that elephant. you can get That's away one. with it's it. Just enough. Look, <laughs> like, if you're going to, if you're going to leave. Your shining Gyarados from Neo Discovery sitting on your desk. When we all go down to the to the teacher to sit around her while she reads, I'm just gonna slide that in my whole pocket. <laughs> well, I can't even remember whose it was, so they can't legally prosecute me. Um, the I think, I think they can have a go. <laughs> um, statute of limitations, it's probably, uh, yeah, probably went yeah. probably about twenty two years at this point now. Um <laughs> Yeah, the, the so speaking of Lord of the Rings game when, when I was speaking to your man Brett from Immortals of Avium he made those Lord of the Rings games and I was like can we just talk for an hour about those games and you could see the EA PR person getting nervous like we're not going to get a message across if you just talk about the Lord of the Rings games <laughs> that no one can buy anymore anyway um, anyway we will be back next week with Call of Duty the, oh. that campaign goes live tonight so um we'll be seeing what that's all about shooting people i expect lots of shooting people in the head shooting people in the balls um hopefully i'll have a working bath by next week i know everyone's on tenter hooks um (laughs) uh, once again a handheld history uh email podcast at video games chronicle.com subject line handheld history and tell me your favorite handheld you can find us on youtube search vgc you can find us on tiktok vgc underscore News. Um, I believe that is all. Aaron, where can we find you? You can find me,
1: find me on Twitter at Aaron Bean underscore or on the Push Square YouTube channel. Mm,
0: push Square. I've heard a lot about these little up and comers. Um, <laughs> you talk a lot about the PlayStation Portable that's that uh, not it? Aye,
1: aye, aye. Big uh, love, love all talk that More stuff. about the
0: PlayStation. If you search Push Square, your head that is PS5, PSVR2 news and reviews. Where's PlayStation Vita and that.
1: You know, it's it's taken the back step once once the the fake Vita comes out, the portal maybe maybe there's probably
0: more people playing the PlayStation Vita now than there are the PSVR two. So oh, I almost mean, guaranteed. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's a chance. You know, there's still people out there. I, I'm about to do a video actually on the PSVR two soon uh, because uh, things are not not great in my opinion anyway oh really <laughs> since since when S- since launch <laughs> since the second it came out <laughs> we had that yeah, we since, had that graceful like release window we're like there's so many games and then yeah. since the released exclusively a rubbish on-rails shooter and a really bad first person tactical shooter That I say first person <laughs> like they aren't all first person or most of them anyway but <laughs> the, the, yeah it's, it's not been something good there's always hope for Arizona sunshine comes out later this i think that could be fun not to turn this into a a psvr2 segment finish the show jordan i'm I'm just gonna keep talking
0: (laughs) (laughs) you dig your own grave boy you can follow me on twitter at jordan midler follow pete at pete donaldson aaron you can follow him um around his house which um his address is 121 Falkirk Street I don't
1: actually know the poor man that lives at 121 Falkirk Street if that is such a place he's going to be mobbed (laughs) don't don't follow
2: John around Mm -hmm. his house he honks at the (laughs) moment just follow the smell if you want to smell (laughs) I wish
0: he'd wash his handheld history (laughs) 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 say goodbye Pete goodbye everyone say goodbye Aaron goodbye if you're going to the scottish game awards tonight you will see me and all my finery yay thank you ladies and gentlemen the dutch girl picked me me not you holland loves chandler thank you amsterdam good night
2: vgc a video games podcast is a stack production and part of the acast creator network